I was trying to think of a like a um you know like a murder mystery that could be a musical but then I, I then I was think then everything that came to me was like Nancy Drew or yeah. Agatha Christie esque and I was like wow well, well I have heard that the the composer of Knives Out and Glass Onion said that he would like to set a musical in the same world as those so, so we that could would be get a a, a Knives could Out we get Daniel Craig on stage. musical I mean, oh Daniel Craig gosh. in a musical, a Benoit Blanc musical. Hello, and welcome to episode 52 of Theater Nerds. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, or if you've only seen your Doggy Daycare's production of Dr. Doolittle Jr., you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. That's all right. You can also leave us a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. To find out more about the Theater Nerd Cult, check us out at theaternerdpod.com, where you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Theater Nerd Pod and on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast. In today's episode, we're discussing from page to stage literary characters in show. Hello, Rachel. Aww. Here we are. Here we are. You know, we just, uh, yeah, we're here. We're here. We are here. We're all, you know, we're all making it. It's the yeah. end, towards the end of the week as recording of recording this. So it's true. But happy Monday right. to those listening right That's now. That's true. Happy beginning of the week. Yeah. Things are this looking up. This is the up. last last two days of January. I know. Which is crazy. The first month of 2023, almost over. That is crazy. You know, Make I was saying count. to someone the other day that January usually feels like it drags on, but I feel like it's gone by so quickly. So yeah. maybe that's just me getting older, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel yeah. that though. I I feel I yeah. I definitely feel like January f- is flying by. Yeah, for sure. So. And f- we all know February is gonna fly by because it's only like twenty days. I know. So yeah, we'll see. For those wondering why my voice is so sultry today. <laughs> Ooh, sultry. Ooh, my my radio voice. I have been sick the past couple days as of recording this hopefully when you're listening to this i'm on the upswing um i mean i'm already on the upswing but hopefully i will be not binging the white lotus all day and just (laughs) drinking propel all day (laughs) you know um yeah so i uh am you know hopefully we'll be able to edit around my coughing and my sniffling but i apologize if you hear some uh some of the sniffles. <laughs> Taylor's but, actually know, just auditioning to be Nana in yeah, Peter Pan. <laughs> that's right. Woof, woof. Uh, but you know what? The show must go on. The show <laughs> must go think, on. I did think, I thought about naming it that, the, our, our episode today, <laughs> The Show Must Go On. That's it. 
Uh, yeah well well, i'm sad you're not feeling good tay but i'm glad that we're able to record still and everyone this is a psa to remember that sicknesses are out there and that's uh, right take care yes thankfully i did test um negative for covid so it is just a i've gone three years now no covid that's amazing (laughs) yeah um, however, I am still quarantining for my wife all day and every day. She is up in her section of the townhouse. And um, yeah, so. It's giving last five years shot in the same, in the ouch, same house. Ouch, please don't. I don't want, no, we don't want that. I want our life I to know, be like. But the way that you said yeah. that really got me. No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the anyway. dreary end of the show, Jamie version. <laughs> and she's on the happy like going to work da, 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 da. yeah she's happy version great. yeah she is doing so, great yeah but was... you know we're here we're living we may not be thriving at least for me today but <laughs> <laughs> we're here you know we got to bring you guys all the fun theater news of the week absolutely um, officially as of recording this rachel and i both have tickets to go yes. see into the woods uh, on tour yeah. Um, I'm so excited. I might Me cry. Too. I don't know. What I will you're cry. Rachel. I'm in like the sixth row. Like I'm pretty. Yeah. Close. I think that I'm basically that close. I could have been in the third row, but my wife couldn't decide on what date she could go on. <laughs> and then those tickets got sold, but I'm not salty. It's fine. It's fine. They had options for the first three rows as well. Or like, and I just, I don't know my theater well enough in the orchestra to know if that was going to be like, like if I was loud. actually going to be able to see any, no, if I was going to be able to like see the whole right. like set. So six rows back or five, five or six rows back. And I'm literally in the center really, I think mm-hmm. will be far enough. We're but on, time will tell. We're on house, right? So. And Tay and I are, you know, even though we both have tickets, we're not going together. We're not going no. in the same city. No. But so. we will definitely talk. I think I'll see it before you. So I'll see it in March. Yeah, and, like two months before me. Yeah, yeah. So I'll get to gush about it. Um, but I, I told, as soon as I bought the tickets, I was like, I am going to cry. Like, <laughs> it's already happening. <laughs> I will cry. Yeah. So, uh, but what a, what a, um, a pretty, you know, pretty standard week in theater news. Not too much. Company to is touring. Course, company is touring. Company officially part, I mean, announced. Other pop culture news, of course, the Oscar nominations came out this week, which is exciting. No Matilda. No Matilda. That's, you know, RIP Matilda. Yeah. Not even a a makeup and hairstyling for. It's a shame, actually. But But Stephanie Sue getting in for best supporting actress for everything, everywhere, all at once. I was so hoping she, and I just watched a video of her today. Maybe I'll link it in the show notes of her talking about all her experimental theater she did before yes. before everything everywhere and not yes. even just be more chill and spongebob but like a bunch yeah, of weird stuff before and mm-hmm. then she talked about also being going to clown school and i was like what that's <laughs> she's incredible. so incredible cool. she's yeah. really cool and yeah. super talented so talented yeah. yeah yeah i think everything everywhere is, is shows a lot of range for her but yeah, there's even more range that she has that I think people don't like mainstream people don't even know about. So, yeah, absolutely. An exciting week, 
beside you know among all the sickness for myself an exciting week in in life um but today rachel what are we talking about let the good old theater nerds know what we're talking about today today we're talking about books that have been turned into some kind of performing theater whether that be a musical or a play um Mm -hmm. and the books i use the word books loosely uh because I think some of mine maybe are not quite books Ooh, um, per that's se, a tease. but that's but yeah, we I think this came about because well Taylor brought it about, but also there when you sit and think about it, besides Shakespeare, which I didn't put any of Shakespeare on mine, I did not because he technically wrote plays, yeah, right. but you know you and I Julie? think Pete, yeah right, <laughs> I should have put that on here. Question mark. I I think that there's. When you sit and think about it, there's actually a lot more literary discussion or, mm-hmm. you know, um, influence in the theater world than I originally yeah. thought. And I didn't even there's write down way all more. the ones. Yeah, I just yeah. wasn't even, I don't know yeah. why. And I think we're in this space where we're talking about artists, you know, like musical theater, or not musical theater, musical artists into jukebox musicals right. or yeah. movies into musicals or tv-esque things into musicals shout out to the bridgerton musical but you know there's unofficial. Just a, unofici- the unofficial yeah. one the grammy yeah, award-winning unofficial yeah, bridgerton musical so <laughs> uh, but i think you know we maybe haven't had in in recent years we can maybe talk about this a big huge musical or play necessarily that uh, or the same kind of trend that we do in uh, movies and tv but there's definitely a ton a ton of them quite a few of them where I was like oh yeah that is a that is a no same same and there's a great I don't know if you found this Rachel there's a great playbill article which we will link in the show notes um 37 shows based on books so that's just 37 alone that's not even like I don't think they even named all of them that's just to me that's just so much so much and you know, I think eventually we'll get to an episode like this, but right now we we're are seeing a trend with the jukebox musicals, but we're also seeing a trend with movies being turned mm-hmm. into mu- musicals. Right. Yeah. Um, right. So that's a big trend. Uh, I wonder if we'll get to because before recording, I was telling Rachel I just started watching The Last of Us, which is based on a video game. So will we get a video game uh, adaptation musical? Who knows. I mean, Emoji Land and Be More Chill kind of give those vibes. That's true. Of this yeah. idea of like alternate realities. Um, that Spy Kids that, musical. I oh my <laughs> gosh! And once again, Zendaya and Tom Holland. Like it's just right, right. it's gonna happen. It's right there. Except are they playing <laughs> brother and sister? I guess in this in this one. <laughs> um. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, or Timothy yeah. Chalamet and and Zendaya. Oh my God! Yeah. Yeah. Timothy Chalamet as a spy kid as on Junie. Broadway. <laughs> oh, so it's good. Just so what good. I think the big th- guys, the producers thumbs, come at us. The thumb thumbs have to have a tap number. A tap like, number. Yeah, you're right. Flu has to have a tap scream. number. <gasps> yeah. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Alan can even play himself. Oh, he could. You're right. I totally forgot I, this that. This basically Alan writes itself. I don't yeah, know what yeah. people are doing. Lane Manuel, come on, your next show. Um, yeah. Anyway, all that to say, uh, what were we talking about? Well, books. So well, I want to go oh. back to like, yeah. first, like, obviously, reading is like a big part of like our society. I feel like books are even kind of making a comeback a little bit in general with Colleen book Hoover top. this year. I feel, yeah, book, book Bookstagram, Goodreads. Um, yeah, I'm back top. on Goodreads like it's 2011. Yeah. Like, yeah. no jokes. I mean, Colleen Started Hoover freaking had, what, like seven books of hers on the top 10 bestseller this year? I don't even I mean, know. Insane. Yeah. Insane. It's crazy. So I feel like they're kind of making a comeback. And even with, you know, for those who don't know, I do work with children and a lot of kids are reading books like high school age. They're all, they're, they're reading a lot, which is very interesting. I mean, I'm sure, you know, where I work, they're not let have their phones. So <laughs> I'm sure they're on TikTok as well, but yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm always, you know, for also those that don't know, my last name is Reed. So it's it's kind of a, you know, a touchy subject. You know, every time everyone's mm. like, oh, do you like reading? I'm like, well, it's kind of an obligation. Like I have to. It's my last name. <laughs> it's but also, you know, if you follow my wife on Instagram, she read 115 books last year. She reads and, like as yeah. fast as I can blink. Like that's yeah. how. It's, it's crazy. So I got to live up to that. So far, I've read I read one book last year, and I've already read one book this year. So I'm doing better than last year. Good job. But, <laughs> I know. But tell me, like, as far as the whole, like, vibe of – I know I, – I mean, as far as I knew, you were a pretty big reader, and you know, growing up. But I know adult yeah. life, sometimes, you know, you're kind of – you're just trying to get by. <laughs> and reading just, takes time. Like, it really does. It. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, not to share my entire journey on reading. I I oh, grew I'm up ready. not I grew up not really like like I didn't like to read before yeah. probably fifth grade uh, because I was so slow at it. And yeah. I even had a reading specialist. I went to see a tutor and all this stuff. And then finally, mm-hmm. I think things just clicked. And by the time high school rolled around, it, I think really seventh when I was sneaking into the eighth grade only section to read the last two books of the sisterhood of the traveling pants that's when it all really started um and that was right around the time of short series for kids I mean kids Mm -hmm. you know youths uh and the hunger games divergent series run the maze runner uh percy jackson Harry Potter was already out, obviously. Like, it just was the time to read. So I think I started to, reading became the thing that was what allowed you to converse with your friends. It became very pop culture, which I think to Taylor's point, to your point, Taylor, that is what is currently happening now. And I think there's been a space in between where that hasn't been the case, at least Mm -hmm. in the pop culture circle that I run in. But now it definitely is. And I found myself have like, I just, there is not enough time to read all right. my TV read lists. I have more books on my list than I do Netflix shows or streaming shows on my list, even though there are definitely just the same amount, if not more content on all the streaming for, streaming platforms combined. Right. But yeah. it, 
I feel like I have to read a book in order to be a part of some of the conversations that some of my friends are having in a good way. Mm-hmm. And yeah, well, I'm I, sure COVID had a influence on that. Like oh, people were stuck at home. Say, absolutely. And, and, and like, we're seeing the effect do? of that two years right. later. Yeah. And escapism is a big thing. And also feeling like we're using our mind to escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there have been a few shows on Netflix where you also have to use your mind to escape and you can watch them in different order. And like when you yeah. rewatch it, you get a different, you know, perspective and understanding. And that's what a book is. Most of the time you read yeah. it the first time and everything is new, but then you read it the second time and you're gaining something else most likely. Mm-hmm. And I th- how many I books wanna... have you read multiple times? Uh, there's been, I mean, I've read most series that I like, I've read multiple times. Yeah. There have been quite a few books that I've read multiple times, classics or other things. Mm-hmm. But I would say the other thing didn't really know a lot about or care for were audiobooks mm-hmm. until yeah. the pandemic, until this panorama, because this truly panorama. Because you're out there on a walk, you know, the only thing that feels safe by yourself. And there's only so many phone calls you can make. There's only so many podcasts you can listen to that are talking about people being in quarantine. And so, you know what you do? You listen. And we weren't around yet. The internet was not around. So you couldn't listen to us. You couldn't even listen to us. No. And I don't think, I don't think I've ever listened to so many audiobooks in my life. And I had listened to maybe two in my adult life before the pandemic and now mm-hmm. and and at the beginning of the pandemic i think i was listening to like three a week right wow which That's feels crazy. like cheating to my yes. person yeah. who loves i love reading but it's not because your brain is mm-hmm. still doing a lot of the same things besides the actual right. reading the words right yeah yeah i'm always that person that like I, I like the idea of reading, but then when I sit down, I either like fall asleep or, or I like, mm. I don't know. I just like, I always do it at the end of the day and then I'm tired or I get bored really easily. Like, yeah. you know, my undiagnosed ADHD probably or ADD is probably like, <laughs> really let's do there. something else. Um, but I do want to shout out those like Barnes and Noble, like summer reading things. Oh. Remember Yeah. growing up? I definitely did that. That was one thing because you'd like get a prize at the end. Yeah, I don't remember what the prize cool. was, but something I think, about the mall. Actually, sure. yeah, actually, I think you like got to pick out a book from what I remember now. That's cool. I know. I I know what you're talking about. I don't remember what yeah. the prizes were. Or maybe it was like pizza. I don't know. I don't remember. That feels. But right. anyway, there are a lot. Like we said, there are a lot of shows based on books, and I think yeah. it is interesting. Like there, a book can provide a lot of, you know, a whole interesting world for a musical to start. And actually, there's a couple like early, early shows that are based on. I feel like books are like one of the first places someone would go if they want to adapt something. Like, well, it's probably a. Let's just look at some books. Like, I mean, that makes sense too, yeah. right? I I think for the purposes of our discussion, at least how I broke it down in my brain was. And this is mostly the things on my list, but there are two categories in my mind. There's the, this is based off of the storyline of a book, 
Mm-hmm. And then there's this is the actual characters and full plot, basically, of the book. And, yeah. and there's a lot of the this is loosely based. So I'll give an example. The Lion King, everyone's right. like, this is Hamlet, which once again, this is not a book, but um, <laughs> it's a play. But right, like technically Simba is not, it, it, he's a different character. The plot line right. follows the same theme and it's based yeah. off of that story. But we don't, we can't for sure say that it's the only thing that exists in influencing that story. Whereas uh, there are other ones that we might name, like The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, say. Love it. Is Love literally it. based off yeah. of yeah. the book, The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, and all yeah. the characters that are in there. Yeah. However, Big River, different name. True. Huck Finn. True. Yeah. Yeah. True. Different name. Yeah. So, right. yeah. It is interesting, yeah, that you can kind of loosely go off. I mean, obviously, Lion King's also based on the movie. It's not based on specific, like the movie took from him. Oh, right? yeah. Sorry. Well, that's so what I meant. That. The movie. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And it's, you're right. The, yeah. the musical yeah. is a part of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Or is based off. I of just movie. wrote down a couple shows that I personally love, but so, okay. and I'm sure some of them you will also have. Okay. Um, but let's start out with a fun one that I have not read. Actually, most of these I have probably not read the book. <laughs> I Honestly, I haven't read. I haven't read all of the ones I wrote down. Yeah. I did pick the yeah. ones that I think I had read most of. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Okay. I do. I want to shout this out. It's the 2016 musical Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812. Yeah. Which is Dave Malloy's musical based on War and Peace, yeah. uh, Leo Tolstoy's novel, which is super long. And I believe my wife read it on an audiobook. She listened to it. Which but is pitch- once again wild. Yeah. That's such a long yeah. book. I think she also read Gone with the Wind on audiobook and it took her like hundred days not really but it took her a long time <laughs> um it's apparently it's based on which i did not know this until today based on part eight of tolstoy's novel focusing on natasha's affair with Antoli and um, pierre's search for meaning in his life so i guess it's only based on one part of the book uh and that's crazy i've never yeah. i've never read war and peace i have read yeah. anna karenina uh-huh. but that's the yeah. only the only one I've read. Well, it's got some great music. Dave Malloy. He so also great. did a great show that I wish had an album called Octet um, in 2019. Um, but this, of course, the original cast, Josh Groban, um, Danae Benton. And in the off-Broadway original cast, of course, Philip Basile, our, our lovely Philip Basile. Love so I love this show. I think it's a, it's a... It's a really good listen. I've never seen it. Oh, the music um, is incredible. Yeah. And the clips on YouTube are really great of Josh Groban. Josh Groban getting um, that Tony nomination with this role. So mm-hmm. we'll see if, uh, you know, from last week with uh, Sweeney Todd, how he'll do. Was yeah. he also hosting the Tonys this year? Hmm. That he was nominated? Nope. This was the year that Kevin Spacey hosted the Tony Awards. Oh. Yeah, so it is uh, trigger warning, everyone. Yeah, so sorry. Yeah, it has uh, kept <laughs> not up. aged well. Yeah, aged uh, say yeah, it like that. Yeah. So oh we will uh, swerve away from that. Maybe someday we'll get to that Tony Awards. Yeah. 
maybe who knows yeah. Um, but yeah, I really I I enjoy a, a good listen to this show. Who knows if I'll ever read War and Peace? Check back yeah. with me in in thirty years, and uh, some point I'll read it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what about you? What are That's what are good. some other shows you have? Um, I have like a whole list of shows, and then I'm I have excited. my favorite. Yes, I I would characters. almost argue. Our favorite literary character slash show is probably the same. We talked about this last week, I think, because Taylor talked about how it was coming, it was playing near him. And then I said, oh, I'm going to see this. Murder on the Orient Express is a play based Mm -hmm. off of the uh, book of the same name by Agatha Christie. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Um, I have A Christmas Carol. Oh, such a good show. The Alan Menken uh, version such specifically. Such a good show. And yeah. Uh, yeah, based off of the uh, story, A Christmas Carol, the same by yeah. the same title. Spirited. Uh, yeah. The, speaking of spirited, I should have said that. Yeah. Uh, the Wizard of Oz. Nice. I didn't even think of that. You're right. Uh, so that oh one's goodness. good. Yeah. Man of La Mancha. This one's so mm-hmm. good. Yep. Based that. off of Don Quixote. Yep. I saw that on a couple different lists. I love the music from that show. It's actually so very good. I have never well, seen it. Well, it's an opera, show. right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's technically a musical, but I guess it, it maybe it's an operatic style. I mean, I think it's a musical. I would not say mm-hmm. it's an opera. Yeah. But um it's very music is very good i don't know anything about the script and if it's similar or not to actually the original text so right um what else the secret garden by the book same title show it's a show also some good songs yeah it exists it exists it does exist um Two from the same author, uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, so good. And Les Mis. Yeah, I have Les Mis on my on my list. And then yeah. I want to. There are a few others, but oh, I already mentioned uh, the Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Um, Fun Big Home. River. Fun Home. Yeah. Fun Home. So good. Mm-hmm. And uh, also a. A novel, sort of. A book, at least. Uh, A graphic novel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then three that I don't, I think are cheating, but I'm going to name them anyway. They are based off of a book, or books, plural. Mm -hmm. Um, That is Jesus Christ Superstar. (laughs) Yep, you're right. Yeah. And Prince of Egypt. Oh, what a great trifecta. Wow. And last but certainly. And then you got to add Joseph and the Technicolor Dream. I know. Why didn't that. I say that? I know. I yeah. A great four. I should have said that. Thank yeah. you. And then last but certainly not least, uh, Cats, based off of Old Possum's book of Practical Cats. I was wondering if we would get to this. Yeah. 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 It's not on my favorites list, so you're welcome. Oh, wow. Wow. There you go. That's a lot. Isn't that was yeah. just off the top of my head? Wow. That was just like you not researching at all? No, I just started writing things down. And you'll see because I started writing them down in like an order and then I had to go out into the margins. Oh my goodness. Yeah, her list is like very, it's like a little intense. Yeah. Yeah. 
Lamez is definitely on my list. Uh, you know, we've talked about this at length. One of my favorite musicals. Um, yeah. I have not read the book. Have you read the book? No. No. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this on the yeah on the, the La La Bland episode. Go check it out. Which if was you have so not. fun. Go listen. Which was exactly. so fun. Yeah. Um, unhinged. And uh, yeah, it it's a great. It truly was. Truly. And truly. we had to record it twice. Twice. Yeah, guys, we finally because found a Russell platform. Grows, hopefully, yeah, hopefully this platform will treat us well <laughs> in 2023. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, yeah, but that is very much like, I mean, they didn't include everything from the book, but it's pretty much like beat by beat story of the book. And then you have ones that you mentioned that are like kind of go off and do the um, do their own thing. Okay, some other t- ones, tell me some other ones. Yeah, some other ones that I want to mention that I don't know if they're on Rachel's list. Um, mm-hmm. Two plays I want to mention here are um, Peter and the Starcatcher. <gasps> that wasn't Just, on my list. Yes. That's so good. One of my oh, favorite my. shows I've ever seen. The script is incredible. Um, yeah, it's. I don't think even if you have bad actors in it i think it would still be great because the script is so good yeah so and then to kill a mockingbird i want to shout that's out that's on mine that's yeah. on mine yeah. i mean i i do think this is one of the biggest literary uh superstars we've seen over yeah. the last five or seven years come to broadway and i think one, it's just because it's it's still on rated. Broadway, right? It hasn't yeah. closed. Yeah. I, uh, Maybe I'm wrong. I'm looking at it. I up. don't know. It definitely just toured. It's still touring. That uh, you're gonna look up if it's yeah, I'm looking on at Broadway. It. Well, and the oh, other no. thing, it's not right. It closed. Mm-mm. It closed July 29th, the last year. I was gonna say I thought it closed in the summer, but yeah, it could have been wrong. Did oh, you see the tour? I saw the tour and I saw it on Broadway. Okay. Yes, I have not before, seen it either. But before before COVID, and right. I, I will say that I think part of the reason why this came to a stage adaptation is because mm-hmm. it's such a uh, not just a classic, but it's almost required reading for every high school in the right. nation. So yeah. people people know it. People's parents know it. And I think it ta- it it addresses maybe roundaboutly kind of the themes that we're still <laughs> dealing with today about uh, absolutely you know yeah. racism and classism and mm-hmm. the injustice of the justice system and who's right. set to defend that and I I didn't know if we were going to name our favorite literary characters but if I were to name my my favorite characters on the stage version of this it's scout uh jim and dill i think that the three of them specifically play so well on the stage in a way that i didn't catch while reading uh this this book right yeah i mean written by aaron sorkin one of the best writers maybe incredible of our time who actually started um, in theater, writing um, A Few Good Men, which was a play before it got turned into a yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I hope I get to see it someday because I've just heard it's, it's so phenomenal. Good. And yeah. it's like one of the best shows. But 
I actually saw a play version of To Kill a Mockingbird because there was a play before mm-hmm. this one. Um, yes. I saw that version and it was also great. But I've heard this one's, you know, just different and has that Aaron Sorkin dialogue flair. It's and, yeah. definitely more in your face. Post 2016 definitely screams some themes at you in a yeah. way that I think is is good. And it starts um, with the trial, right? Doesn't it go back and forth? Um, I don't know if it starts with the trial, but maybe it starts. It starts with her speaking with Scout or with Jim speaking, and right. I. It just really, it's really good the mm-hmm. way that they, yeah, open it and end it. It's I mean, it powerful. made a lot of money on Broadway too. It made a lot of money, mm-hmm. and it, yeah. and they played. They did a performance at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, huge, huge show. So yeah, yeah I love very it. Very successful. Love it. So good. So To Kill a Mockingbird and um, Peter and the Starcatcher, such great plays. Great. I want to shout out is I don't know if this is on your list, but Tucker Everlasting. Is this uh, on your list? No, it's not on my list. But that's so such good. a great book. Such a great movie. Really, really great True. movie. It's a good movie. And also a great show. The music. So good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, really, that was really, good. Really good. Good job, Tay. I forgot about uh, that. Yeah. I I only have three more or four more, excuse me. Okay. So I don't know how much. Yeah, I, I, have, I think I have three more. Oh no, I have five more. I have five more. Sorry. Okay, so you go you go yeah. some more. Okay. Um yeah, because my top th- I'll do top three. I do wanna shout out a show that we've talked about on the show already that is based on a book, children's novel. Of course, we can't not talk about Matilda. Oh Matilda. That's good. Doll. I was gonna put Charlie in the chocolate factory, so I'm glad that mm-hmm. you yeah. said that. We oh, love Matilda here. Um, Sophia, Janusa, thank you again for coming on the show. We love you. <laughs> yes, it was so fun. So, so fun. fun to talk. Um, and then, I, you know, you can't not talk about maybe the most successful show, you know, in the last 20 years, which is Hamilton, um, <laughs> which is also based on the Ron Chernow book, which apparently had the m- biggest sales of any, you know, historical biography in the last 15 years or whatever. Not shocking, but how many people read it? People yeah, bought know. it, but did they read it? My dad actually owned the book before the show, and he was like, I couldn't even make it all the way through. That's so, saying a lot. I know, and it's just, I mean, obviously everyone knows the story, like Lynn going on vacation from In the Heights and then picking up this biography of Alexander Hamilton, like what are the most random thing, and then you know, five chapters in being like, oh, this is a hip hop musical. Like insane. Insane. So inspired. Inspired. What if he'd read the George Washington book by Ron Chernow? I mean, he could have read the true secret of writing. Who knows? Yeah. Like he could have read I know. literally anything else in our we would be into that musical, whatever that might have been. I know. I know. I really think that but... Rainbow Fish should have been what he actually was reading. Because that yeah. should be a musical. Speaking of things, that should be a musical. True. That's wow. such a good music. It's such a good book. Rainbow Fish. I don't know if yeah. I've read it. <gasps> it has all these fun scales, pretty, and all these other people don't have them. So he gives them all away, and then he doesn't have one. And then I won't spoil the ending, but good thing. Oh, okay. 
I, I've seen this in a bookstore before. It's a children's book. Yes, there yes. maybe are nine pages. Or maybe he should have read like Very Hungry Caterpillar or something. <gasps> the Hungry Hungry yeah. Caterpillar. A Very Hungry Caterpillar. Very Hungry Caterpillar. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Best not seller. Hungry Hungry Hippo. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Well, obviously, we can't not talk about Hamilton. I mean, one of the. That's good. You know. <laughs> I did not Which write was it down. Not on her head. Not that's on her good. list. Not on her list. I gotta be the representation. I gotta. It's be true. The, you do. You do. The Hamel fan. The Hamel fan. The Hamel stan. Hamel stan. You're right. <laughs> what else do you have, Rachel? Uh, okay. Um, speaking of plays, which I know we were just speaking Ooh. of musicals, but going back to plays, I have one other play on my list of like top favorites, and that is the Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. I thought you would put this on. By the same book. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I read I read the book or same title with the book. I've read the book. The book is good. It's written by I mean the same person who wrote the book helped adapt it into the play. Mm-hmm. So um, who also is technically the main character of the book itself. And I just think that the play brings such dimension to everything that is happening in the book and in a way that I couldn't get. Uh, from reading the book and yeah. yeah Christopher Boone who is the uh, main character is so good in the play version mm-hmm. and the way that they portray him so I wanted to shout out that yeah and I think a lot of that is also probably due to Marion Elliott's direction mm-hmm. um, yeah which won an Olivier award and it won a Tony yeah um, and also well yeah for sure and also um Alex Sharp's performance on Broadway, who you saw. So, yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. I hope I get to see it someday. Maybe I'll take a trip to Nashville and come see it with you. I know. It's playing at our regional theater, and I'm very interested to see how they do it. Yeah. Because I've only seen it, I've only seen it done on Broadway. Yeah. And it's kind of a recent play, too. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Love it. That's good. Love it. Well, my top two I'll do is um, Fiddler on the Roof. Do you have this one? Love. No. No. Somehow I didn't write this down. I love this. Oh, how can you not love Fiddler on the Roof? (laughs) I do. I just was thinking about other things that I also love. No hate to Fiddler on the Roof. I love it. Based on Tevier or. Tebier the Dairyman or Tebier and his daughters. There's like three alternate titles to this thing. Um, by Sholem Alichman. I want to make sure I get that name right. Um, who wow, lived only lived till 57. I was just looking at his, he has an IMDB. Literally anyone has an IMDB. If this author has an Why IMDb, don't you and I have an IMDB? You're right. You're right. Make we it happen, fans. How does that happen? Right. Do you request an IMDB? <laughs> I don't know. I know anyone can go and edit ones, but um, yeah, Fiddler on the Roof, one of the best shows I think ever, and inf- has influenced a lot of shows. And every time they do a revival, I'm like, yes, I love it because they've done a yeah. lot of revivals. Yeah, and um, you know, there's supposed to be a new movie adaptation directed by Tommy Kale from Hamilton that's supposed to be happening mm-hmm. at some point. He's he signed on to it. So I'm hopeful that will happen, but I love this show. It's so, it makes me like cry every time. It it was one of the first 
this and Les Mis were like one of the first shows mm. I remember seeing that were like big, dramatic, like dark, yes, like yes, intense adult storylines for sure. And it is and, that. It yeah. certainly is that. I remember my mom turning to me during intermission of the, one of the most recent revivals, and she said, "I forgot how sad this musical was." Yeah, <laughs> I was far like, from the home I, I love. But it's I mean, it's it's yeah. so good. It's also just it, there are also yeah. a lot of fun moments, and there is happiness and excitement and yeah. drama and extreme yeah. sadness. All yeah. at a lot the of same great time. women parts. A lot of great parts for women. Yeah, a lot of. Yeah, a lot of great. I mean, honestly, a lot of great parts for men too. I mean, it's a mm-hmm. big, it's a ensemble. big production, yeah, a big show. Is. Yeah, yeah, for sure, Absolutely. for sure. Yeah, love it. I hope I get to be in it someday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tevia would be. I think we would make a good Tevia and, and Golda. Yeah, I want to be the matchmaker. Oh, okay, okay. She's cool. so cool. mean. Do you love me? Also, shout out to that Gilmore Girls episode where the elementary schoolers play Do Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, I don't remember this. Season five. See, I'm not as big into Gilmore Girls as Taylor is. I've only seen everything once through. Anyway, yes. Jews and Chinese food is what it's called. And it's a (laughs) wonderful Kirk place, Tevia. Because they, yeah, it's such such, such a good episode. Honestly, go and watch it, even if you don't. It's just so funny to see this little girl, elementary school girl, play Golda, and Kirk is playing Tevia. Not Kirk. And, and they, they're singing Do You Love Me, and it's this little girl. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. I now need to go back and watch yeah. that. Wow, there's a, also, lot, there's a lot to unpack in that. Speaking of Les Mis, I was, I, I was listening to a podcast a while ago of this writer from the Goldbergs. Mm-hmm. This that ABC sitcom and yeah. he was talking mm-hmm. about how they were trying to get the rights to do Les Mis on their show, but mm. it was really expensive. It was going to be like thirty thousand dollars for just like a couple songs, yeah, and like they couldn't use any costumes, like things like that. And then at the last minute, they decided to do Phantom of the Opera and fifteen thousand dollars. Andrew Lloyd Webber gave them full reign of the whole show. <laughs> They could literally do whatever they wanted. And <laughs> I was like, wow, good on you, Andrew Leto, you know. Yeah. You. But you know what's funny is that Glee sang at least two songs from Play Miss. So I don't know how they did that. Ooh, maybe the songs are cheaper. I don't know. Maybe Ryan Murphy <laughs> got a discount. There's a Ryan Murphy yeah. discount. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. I'm going to go uh, into my ticket holding office, box office and be like, hi, I would like the Ryan Murphy discount, please. Yeah. And everyone would be like, what? What? I want my Lee yeah. Michelle discount. Oh my gosh. Um, no. My next one I want to shout out is I actually own this book. It is on my bookshelf. I'm looking at it right now. Have you is read it? Ra- I have not read it. It's okay. Ragtime. Oh, um, that's good. I love this we show. We know one of Taylor's favorites. Yes. One of my faves. Again, a big, powerful, like, epic. Like, there, a lot of these shows are, like, big epics. Now that I think yeah. about it. Like, yeah. Les Mis, Hamilton, um, Fiddler on the Roof, and and Ragtime. Like, they're big. I mean, even, like, Man of, La, Man of La Mancha. Like, they're big, big shows. Yeah, for South sure. Pacific was another one I found online mm. that is also based mm-hmm. on the book. Yeah. So, um, I mean, obviously, I've talked about this show at length. Like, it's gorgeous and beautiful. 
and um yeah i love it so much yay i, I love to that. read the book ragtime yeah now now your second book of the year is gonna you be know, that book. lynn uh not to shout out lynn again but he's talked about how he lynn, wants not to, a sponsor of this podcast oh, i wish come on the show lynn we love you but he, you know, with the success of Tick, Tick, Boom, he wants to mm. kind of, if he wants to do any other movie musicals, he said he wants to do these, like, smaller, intimate musicals that, mm. and in my head, I'm like, okay, do an extra normal movie, <laughs> is what I keep saying. But also, yeah, he should do a ragtime movie. I know that's not a small musical, uh, but he should totally, there should totally be a ragtime movie. That could I'm be like, good. why hasn't there been a ragtime movie? I'm going to say my last two remaining favorites. Yes. Both are musicals. Both, of course, feature women as probably mostly the main character. Yeah. And I'm, I um, almost bet you your number one is also my number one. So, But my, I'm not sure I ranked them, but I will guess I'll say my number two is based off of one of my favorite, my favorite books that I've definitely read more than once. And that's Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. Yay. And the musical is Alice by Heart. Uh, which mm-hmm. was a 2019 um, musical off Broadway where it combined uh, the the story, the plot line of Alice in Wonderland and put it in post World War II era. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's quarantining, which I know, trigger warning, and <laughs> and quarantining because of the tuberculosis, basically. And right, in that, that state, in that state, she starts to basically travel through uh, these same stories. That's such a cool idea. Wow. Yeah, and and every yeah. part, every character has some elements of the real world <laughs> while she's in the dream state. Um, and so yeah. you've met all of the people before. It's amazing. The music is mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Um, people at Noah Galvin and Molly Gordon, right? They're yeah. they're both in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, of course, theater camp. The, their new movie Peter coming Camp. out. I know. They, I know, but it's so it's so good. And I took my friend who did not know what we were getting our she did not know what we were getting ourselves into. She doesn't like Alice in Wonderland. That's what she told me. As we're sitting there, it's a tiny theater. There's like maybe a hundred seats, and Love she's it. like, you know, I don't really like Alice in Wonderland. I was like, girl, you could have told me we didn't have to come to this, and. Yeah. By intermission, she was crying uh, oh, because it was so good. That. And like, it's it's not even sad. It's, I mean, it's as sad as Alice in Wonderland is, which can be very sad depending on how you read it. But True. MCC did such an amazing job putting that mm. together. So that is definitely my number two. Beautiful um, cast recording. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It's so good. Yeah. Um, And then. Wait, let's Col- say. Let's Colton say. Ryan. Oh, Colton Ryan, right? New York, New York. Yeah. And then together, I think we'll say our number one. Yeah, we'll say our number one because I think it's the same thing. If it's not. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Little Little women. women. (laughs) (laughs) There is no better portrayal of the March sisters than the musical Little Women. Dare I say That's a strong statement. Because I love that Greta Gerwig movie. Okay, it's true, but Timothy Chalamet's in that, so he like overshadows. I think they're neck and neck, in my opinion. 
But, but I will say, this musical is the musical that made me. I know I probably listened to it way later than a lot of my musicals, but yeah. I cannot tell you how many YouTube plays all of these songs have because I listened to them on repeat. Like, so many yeah. times. Yeah. 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 It's such an underrated show, too. Like, I feel like people don't really... Like, they knew Sutton was in it, but, like... It's not like Sutton's songs are great and Sutton is great in it, but there are other great songs in it. Yeah. Like it's not just hers. And um, I believe she was the only Tony nomination for the show. Um, which, was is her perform- which is insane. Yeah. yeah. It didn't run for very long. No. Um, it wasn't yeah. technically successful on Broadway, really. No, it was not. It I think toured it's made- shortly for one, like one or two years, one ish year. Yeah. Yeah, Soul Tony nomination. It's just crazy. It it's is. crazy. It is a gorgeous show. I've seen it maybe mm-hmm. three times in person, and it is amazing every single time I've seen it. It's so good. So it good. is so good. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Some things are meant to be. Oh, so good. It's. It truly is, yeah, one of my favorite. And I, I just think that – I think that they did – such a good job taking that story and making it into a Mm. musical yeah just felt like they didn't leave so much out which they could they could have for sure Uh, for sure yay well i do want to mention do you have any books that you've read that you would want to see yes i was gonna say i have a few i have a few that i would like to see okay you go first well, I do want to mention, too, of course, um, we have two um, Great Gatsby musicals coming that are that have been in the works. Because who doesn't want to see the Great Gatsby Honestly, as a musical? I put that down. I can't uh, believe also. that it hasn't already been one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that movie, that, what was it, 2014? No. Mm-hmm. It was 2013. 2013 or 14. Was- there's one Great Gatsby musical that's being written by Florence Welch of Florence and the Machine. That's right. Yep. Um, that is coming. Well, that was Sometimes. announced in 2021. I and was then there's say that was announced a few years ago. And then there's another one from Nathan Tyson and Jason Howland will pen the music and lyrics of another adaptation of Great Gatsby. Yeah, so that's kind of I mean, I think. Great Gatsby is a great story. I love them. I love the 2013 movie. I love movie. the movie. It's like on my, um, on my, the way that we danced 10. to that yeah. soundtrack. Yeah, I know we did. I know it yeah. was you and me. I know it was our family. True. Like I know. Yeah, we did. I it. love, and I actually like the movie more than the book, which is very controversial because I think the movie the movie helped me understand the book a lot more. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's it means did a good job. Like I was reading the book and I well, spoilers. I was reading the book and I was like, wait, Gatsby died. Like I was really confused. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, it's all right there. It's laid out for you. Fair. That's so fair. that's exciting. I can't wait to see if that's good. I hope it's kind of if that actually happens. I have three others that I would be interested in seeing. Love it. Also, how did we not talk about Susical? I'm sorry. What? Oh yeah. Anyway, okay. So Three others. You gotta two say, of them... Little Women's a little better than Susan. No, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I will say that. Um, two of these are kind of the same 
in the same vein, I'm not sure you'd be able to do one of them, but when I thought of one, I thought of the other. So Lemony Snicket. Oh, you know, that would be awesome. Series yeah. of events. And then I thought immediately after that of the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. I don't think you could do the Hunger Games as a show. I think it would get violent. Or a musical. Yeah. But Lemony Snicket could be good. It could give yeah. um, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice vibes. Yeah. 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 Or Adam's Family. Yeah. yeah. So that is that. something I'm thinking about. And then the other one that I just feel like I don't, I still, I think because last week we talked about Life of Pi, which also we could have mentioned this week. Mm. But I was thinking of other books that I read in school that like a lot of people probably have read that also are kind of fantastical and have mm-hmm. a lot of space for us to imagine how the set and how the like, use of stage presence and or song would move the plot yeah. uh, i thought of the alchemist have you ever read that oh cool i have not read that it's such a good book yeah. and yeah. i think it would do better as a as probably a play than a musical although i could be persuaded mm-hmm. but i mm-hmm. think that the I, I think that that would be a really good basis for a stage adaptation mm-hmm. i love yeah. that love what that. about you taylor what are um, your thoughts well, well, I read this book in high school um, for, I think, in my American literature class, and I lo- I've not read it since then, so I hope it holds up. But it's called *The Chosen* um, by Haim Potok. Yes, I love that book. Yes, very, very good book. Obviously, it was banned in I the love- United States for a very long time. I did time. not know that. Wow. Yeah, crazy. Um, I think this could really lend itself. There's also a sequel called *The Promise*, which I've not read. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's about two. Um, 15-year-old boys, one is an Orthodox Jew and one is a, a Hasidic Jew, I believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and it's about their friendship. And I think mm-hmm. that would be interesting, an interesting way to look at male friendship as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and also you could set it in modern time. Like it doesn't have to be set during the time. Yeah, that's fair. That would be yeah. interesting. Yeah. And then the other book um, that I absolutely love, it was my, I also have not read this since high school, but it was my favorite book in high school. Read it mm-hmm. three times, um, which oh. is The Books of Being a Wallflower. Yeah, and that's good. I think it would absolutely lend it. I can't, I, I honestly can't believe it hasn't been made into a musical because it has that next to normal, it like does. fun home vibes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like small, intimate show about like like Evan Hansen vibes, mm-hmm. um, and I think it would really lend itself to that um, that type of environment. So yeah, yeah, true. That's good. I like it. Thank you. Hopefully, it'll happen someday. Well, there's so many. Obviously, there's so many books. I mean, there's so many. Wouldn't more. it be fun? Like Verity, could that be a musical? Who knows? I don't know. I was trying to think of a like a. Um, you know, like a murder mystery that could be a musical. But then I, I then I was thinking, then everything that came to me was like Nancy Drew or yeah. Agatha Christie-esque. And I was like, wow. Well, I, I have heard that the the composer of Knives Out and Glass Onion said that he would like to set a musical in the same world as those. So, so we that could would be, get a, a, a Knives could Out we get Daniel Craig series on musical. I mean, oh Daniel Craig in a musical, a Benoit Blanc musical. I don't know if I want to hear him sing. I, I bet you he has a good voice. I don't. I I prob- probably, but I'm not sure I want to yeah. hear him sing. I don't know. 
Uh, well, thank you, Rachel. I made Thanks, it through. Hey, you did. I'm so proud of I you. Know. All right, Rachel, let's talk about character of the week. Let's do it. This. (laughs) Yes, it's getting wild and crazy. That's right. This is the time, this is the segment where Taylor and I pick a theater character that we're feeling like for this week. So we think, how have we been feeling? What have we been doing? Not well. Our vibes. Yeah, Taylor has been sick. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then we pick a theater character who embodies the same kind of vibes, feelings, or thoughts, or, and, or sometimes we pick someone we wish we were in this moment. That's right. Hashtag we, escapism. We would also <laughs> love to hear from your characters. Also, give us a shout out. What books would you like to be turned into shows? Maybe a yeah. play, maybe a musical. Shout us out. Um, comment yeah, on our social know. media pages. Tell us who your character is this week. You may get a shout out on a future episode. Rachel, tell me who Taylor. is your character this week? Bring this in week, drama. How much suspense yeah. can I make it? Actually... Yes. Speaking of drama. So I, this week, I'm feeling very Gemini-esque. Like, my outfits have been quite arranged. Are you a Gemini? Yeah. I didn't know that. I think Uh I'm a Taurus. You are a Taurus. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Is that accurate? I don't know anything about the signs. Is that accurate um, for me? I feel like it's somewhat accurate. Yeah. I just know when your birthday is. Yes, Um, that's true. So, uh, yeah, so I'm feeling just, like, a little all over the place, a little, like, a little spicy, but then also, Mm. like, prim and proper, and I just don't, I really don't know what's happening. And that reminds me (laughs) of this character who has been portrayed many away uh, in a variety of musicals, in a variety of materials. Um, who is on a quest to maybe find herself or maybe find a husband. We don't know. Only time will tell when bad Cinderella opens. But this week, I am Cinderella. (laughs) Well, that was like, I didn't know where this was going. This is a roller coaster (laughs) of the character of the week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling. So are you... Are you bad Cinderella or so you... I don't, I'm just am Cinderella and then okay. people decide to interpret me how, how they will. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Love it. Uh-huh. Love it. Yeah. Uh, love it. What about you? Taylor, who well, are you? As week? you know, listening to this episode, I am what well, my <laughs> wife lovingly likes to refer to me as sicky Vicky <laughs> every day. She goes, Oh, I'm sorry. You're sicky Vicky. And my character is all is, is from, <laughs> Um, our favorite literary musical masterpiece because <laughs> I have not been feeling well this week. I am no. back from no. Little Women. I, I hope I don't get to share the ending of her story, but you know what? I'm feeling kind of crummy, so. Absolutely. <laughs> that was <terrible>. uh, <laughs> uh, Some things are just meant to be. Oh, Lord, help us. Tide turning. All right. Thank yeah, you. That's it. I, that's amazing. Good job. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, if you would like to join in on our discussion, check us out at theaternerdpod.com, or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at theaternerdpod and on Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next week.